Hello, and thank you for listening to Best of the Nest. The SVSU podcast by students for students. My name is Jason. And I'm Maddie, and today we're joined with Claire and Dana to talk about what exam week is really like. Welcome, everyone. Hi, guys. Hi. So I guess I'll start. My name is Claire. I am a fourth year here at Saginaw Valley, currently majoring in communications with a double minor in marketing and graphic design, and I am set to graduate in two days. Yay! Yeah. Yay. Hi, my name is Dana. I am a first year here. My major is secondary education in communications and theater with a minor in history, and I'm set to graduate in four, hopefully, years. <laughs> Yay! Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Good luck. Good luck. We, she, thank we, you. We, we She's a baby card. Yeah. And then we got like a Senior mama card, <laughs> grandma card. She doesn't oh, know please. what's about to hit her. Oh, you poor baby. I've been getting oh. called grandma all year. It's like triggering at this point. I oh, love that. That's okay. So it is exam week. How are you guys feeling about exam week before we, before we start? Pretty good. Honestly, my exams kind of took place last week with like group projects and everything. So I mm. haven't had too much going on okay. this week. That's not bad. Honestly, I'm also feeling pretty good. I like got enough extra credit for one of my exams and I didn't have to take it. So it's been pretty nice for me. I don't like you. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I still like you, but <laughs> crazy. She's crazy. a bigger person. She oh not me. Not me. <laughs> so what was exam week like for you? either now or previously my exam weeks have actually changed almost every semester over the last four years I came in as a graphic design major and with graphic design you literally have projects due you don't take exams so for the majority of my like first I would say year freshman year and first semester of sophomore year it was pretty much just project based so I only had like an actual exam maybe two if I got really unlucky that semester. But as I switched my major over to communications, it was more heavy written exams. So I've gone through the spectrum of switching kind of my study style over the last four years. So that's been really interesting. And I would definitely say having to study for an actual written exam is a lot more stressful than actually just working on a project. So For me, I feel like exam week in college has been much easier than high school. Those teachers scare you. They're liars. Yeah. They are liars. Yeah. 100%. They're like, oh, college is going to hit you like a ton of bricks. Like, no, I feel like it's just a nice pillow. And yeah, for high school, I was always super stressed out. I was constantly studying. I was one of those people who were like, if I don't get an A in the class, I will cry. And I've recently been able to like kind of relax myself with that. And so college exams have been much easier for me. I've also had exams that weren't fully written tests. For example, I had a project just like Claire, um, same class too. <laughs> um, for my theater class, I just had to act for a scene, which was really fun and just took a lot of stress off of me. But yeah, everything's been going great. Are you in mainly gen eds right now then? Or? Yeah. 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 And the other thing I was going to add is I think we've all seen, maybe not you, Dana, but for me over the last couple years of being here it's turned kind of into a lot of professors have moved finals week to the week before actual exams week so it's been interesting too to kind of like be done with a class before you're supposed to be done with a class in a sense so having that switch and professors think I appreciate the professors that do it but my experiences that was all my classes this week so having that stress wasn't very fun but 
I have a professor, like the finance department, because three of my classes, I think they did a good job of like dividing yeah. which professors did that. But the other thing is so many professors have moved to a like three exam course. So instead of a midterm and a final, they're just like unit tests, like three big tests. And so like I only had two real finals and one wasn't even a real final. It was like the second half yeah. of the like semester. So like finals, I've been a finance major I'm accounting as well and engineering yeah so those are like big test majors in comparison to like com and theater where like you do a lot of projects too or like speeches you you don't in engineering at least <laughs> and so I always found it interesting like I'm supposed to be the like testing major and even then there's professors who are like we'll just make it an easy final or we'll move it up or they're very nice about like I had three yesterday and my professor found out, and he was like, you could have taken it Monday. Like, do you want to take it early? Because really? he has two courses. And I was like, no, I'm good. I've planned it out now. But, like, some professors, if you have them stacked, too, they're really nice to be like, here, you can take it a day early or the day late so that you have, like, a break. You have a break because yeah. I, I kind of needed it. kind of wish I took it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. but That's the final, like, I'm going into later today. I'm taking my last final. And it's part cumulative and part non-cumulative and it's like trying to figure that out has also been a stress in itself yeah. so I'm, oh. I'm lucky I don't have any of those no a lot of professors are ones. like leaning towards like open note or open internet or like study sheets too like you get at least one formula sheet which I think is so nice because in the real card. world I have a note card for this um, exam later yeah because well, like, I asked my accounting professor because he put up a good point, and Jadala did too. They both said, well, it's unfair that you're going to use anything that you want in the real world, but when it comes to tests, you can't use anything. They said exactly. that's kind of unfair. Yeah. I, I always respected that, but no. I had an exam tomorrow, but I was lucky enough to get my exam moved to yesterday because of my surgery. So they're really flexible, but I this, this year is stressful. I wonder if that's also because we're coming back and still learning um, from, like, the COVID world. Oh, yeah. And professors have seen, hey, we can make adjustments of how we run our courses oh, yeah. that actually benefit our students in the real world. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. So I have much respect to the professors who, like, noticed how much mental health was, like, deteriorating oh, yeah. during yeah. COVID. And they're, like, doing all of these things to try and make it less stressful. And I'm not saying all professors are like that. I had one professor who was, like, too bad everyone's stressed. Like, that's life. And... You will get those. I'm not saying everyone's perfect, but, like, my other professors, my other four are all, like, if you need to take a break or you need to do it a different day or, like, I hate camera browsers. Mm -hmm. And, like, my professor, like, talked to me about it. And he was, like, calm down. This is what we can do. Make sure you leave a note. And, like, then I was way less stressed. And so much respect to those professors. Yeah. yeah. Within the theater department, all the professors are just like that. They're constantly, like, prioritizing everyone's mental health and I think that's what's made college for me so easy of a transition because everyone's so worried about your mental health and making sure that you're okay and so I've been able to like be like oh wait maybe I should take care of myself and yeah. like focus on my mental health and not overstress about things I have a lot of respect for the theater program I love every single professor that's over there they're like, so nice they are the sweetest people yeah they really the are and you still yeah. learn a lot even oh, yeah. when those professors are like let's focus on mental health I feel like I learned more in those classes because 
I want to learn because I like those professors. I like the way I feel in that class. So I f- learn better. Mm-hmm. But then you're also like, if you feel cared for, you're going to care more too. Oh, yeah. And you learn way better. I was going to say, I feel like this uh, semester has been my least, like, I've had my share of, like, mental health stuff this semester with just getting stressed out because like moving on to that next phase of life and like uprooting my life and moving to Mm -hmm. florida and literally a month from today and with that my professors have been nothing but caring literally i walked into my 405 com class like two three weeks ago and she looked at all of us dr hobutter i love you and literally said y'all look tired we're gonna run through these notes really quick and just promise me go home and take a mental health day and i was like i love you yes uh, those professors are great. So we already kind of touched on this, but how does college exams compare to, like, high school exam week? Because I just did <laughs> get out of high school, um, like I said, high school exams, I feel, are way more stressful. The teachers are just almost expecting you to fail sometimes. They're like, yeah, this exam's really hard. Uh, you better study a lot, which is like, yeah, you want to put in the work, but with college here they really put the focus on mental health for example we had like the stuff a bag where you can put Mm. in like fidget toys and like all these events around campus that just made the environment more relaxing and calming during such a stressful time because it's all student-led and students know how it is during exam week and yeah the mental health here is just prioritizing it and college exams have been much less stressful on me I would also say the time of them. So, like, when it comes, at least my experience, my high school switched over to, oh, gosh, I think we switched to trimesters, like, my last year, so that spread everything out more, and, like, we had, like, A and B days, so we would switch. So, like, you didn't have a crammed day of exams Mm -hmm. as much in, like, the format that high school is taking now, but... Like, you still had a lot of finals back to back to back to back, where in college, you might have a final. Maddie, you just got really unlucky this semester. (laughs) You primarily, if you have more than two finals in a day during finals week, that's, like, unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they spread it out really good to where it's like, okay, I'm going to put all my focus into this class for this day. I'm going to put all my focus into this class for this day. And you can spread it out and give yourself that mental break that you might need because you have a driven focus instead of saying, okay, I can only designate 20 minutes to this class. I can only designate 30 minutes to this class. Like I have to spread myself thinner because I have so much put on top of me where that's not really the case in college. I haven't found. Like Claire said, having a back to back to back to back sucked. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so bad. Like, they and the issue is they know it sucks and instead of saying like hey let's get through it together like oh you'll be fine they kind of like dismiss how you're going to feel about it and that's kind of it's kind of the main difference here but like our professors here they know that it's going to suck so they want to help you out by spreading it out so much by being nice and being kind about it so it's all about embracing the suck together versus ah you'll be fine well it's also like how dana said she was like they make you think that's what college is and that's completely false false. My high school teachers, I remember, like, I took random classes, too. Like, in Spanish, you would think a final could be a presentation. Mm-hmm. But my high school had a rule that, like, your final had to be a test, too, not just a presentation. So sometimes it was double because the professor was like, you actually do need to n- Not professor. The teacher was like, you actually do need to know 
how to speak it because it's Spanish or art because it's art. But then you had to take a test. And I remember all my teachers were like, well, this is how it is in college. It's all on one test. So, like, your whole semester is going to be on here. They don't give you a study guide, so I'm not going to give you a study guide. Oh, my God. Every yep. single one of my professors I've ever had has given me a study guide of some sort. I've had access mm-hmm. to my study guides for the entire semester. Right. I could have been studying for my final day one of the class. And really. that's what kills me is, like, my teachers were like, no study guide, the whole thing. And as I said earlier, like, I only had one cumulative exam. Yeah. And other than that, like, they've been, like, unit test. You got a study guide. Sometimes they gave you practice test. It yeah. was, like, this is, like, going back to, like, fifth grade in yeah. comparison to what high school told me it was yeah. going to be. And I remember mm-hmm. I was so stressed, especially as an engineering major. You hear how bad those exams are. And I was so stressed going in to those exam weeks and Every single one of my professors gave me study guides and were like, these are the key points, wink, wink. And they're like, this is what you should focus on, wink, wink. And I'm like, in high school, they gave me nothing. My one communications class, every week with along with our lessons, she gave us like a practice quiz and those questions would be on the exam and would help us like get ready for the exam. And I think that's just such a nice resource because you feel prepared, not just like the week before the exam, but throughout the whole semester, you are actually retaining the information yeah. and learning so well, you know what you're doing for the test. Well, it's also like even if they don't specifically write it out for you, because I've had professors that have basically given me, hey, this is what the exam is going to be on. Then I've had professors that's like, hey, this is the information I'm going to pick from. Yeah, it could be different. But mm-hmm. once again, Dr. Hobart, love you. But she has it on her study guide and she has stars next to things. And she's like the things that have stars on them more than likely are going to be your written essays. So I'm not wasting time trying to figure out all the information to put in a written essay on a test, but rather focusing my attention on the ones that these are more than likely to be a written essay. And also what I have figured out is you can kind of start to get a sense for which topic, if they focused really heavy on it in class, the likelihood that that is your written exam is so much higher like dr schneider love you but also could pick out nine times out of ten every single one that was going to be his essay because we focused on it for half a class period so it's like you also will get to know your professors in a sense that you will have a good idea of what they're going to focus on when it comes to a final yeah i like college buried in high school (laughs) and point so um what are some study tips that you guys have for exam week Please, please, please prioritize your sleep. I have heard too many horror stories. I have never been one that believes in cramming. Please don't cram because I promise you, if you think you're going to retain that information, you're not. Give yourself a time that you're saying, okay, for me, I can't focus on anything past like 930 at night. So I know regardless 10 o'clock my computer is off my notes are put away and I am prioritizing going to bed and actually getting a full night of sleep because if I do that the likelihood I will be able to retain the information I know and it's also like if you know don't know it by 10 o'clock at night you're probably not going to know it and it's just coming to terms with that idea of I either have to wake up early because I would rather wake up early and study yeah but don't give up your sleep so well there's studies that show that Sleep is how you re- like yeah. put things into your long term memory. Yeah, and so like you, a cramming does not work. There's so many studies that show that. But B, 
if you study and then you sleep, a good sleep, not like a two hours, but like where you actually hit the REM stages, you actually like put it from short term into long term and you do better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't cram. Poor choices. I have two things. One, kind of along with sleep, make sure you eat too because <laughs> when I study, I like, that's all I do. Yeah. I, time flies. I will not focus on anything else but studying. And I'll be like, oh, it's five o'clock and I didn't even didn't eat breakfast. And you just, it just messes up with you. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. That's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. Because then if you're in a stress state, like you haven't slept, you haven't ate, it, all your worries are just fogging your head and you won't be able to focus on what you need to know. Also, for me, I cannot study in my dorm or like in a comfortable space. I feel like I will d- get distracted or take a nap usually. Yep. So I recommend using like the study rooms around campus. They're such a great resource. And um, depends on the kind of people, but I also recommend studying with friends. It just makes the environment less stressful. If you need help, someone's there to like talk you through it. Yeah, I have, I was never a good study with friends person until last semester and now, but like I think I've been a better student and like a better test taker because you're talking with it with friends. Mm-hmm. They know something's better or they can explain it. And then if you have to write something, you have like a few ways to try and frame it. But then I feel like you remember those conversations with friends more than like staring at a computer. But my other tip is like schedule either a set time frame or like to do list. Like I'm going to go over these two PowerPoints at 9 a.m. And then when I'm done, I'm done or like a 30 minutes and like have it every day for like four or five days leading up to the exam. Not super long. 30 minutes is like plenty and be like, okay, it's time to do it. Do it really fast because by day five, you should be like, oh, I know these slides. I could tell you what's on these slides. Yeah. Yeah. I would also say allow yourself to take breaks. Allow yourself to get off campus if that's what like get away from that material for a minute let your brain relax because if you're just thinking and just looking at the material consistently you're going to exhaust yourself and that is not going to be helpful my other tip is like leading up to finals but also in a sense of take note of the best ways that you have retained the information throughout the duration of the semester because your study style from high school may not work anymore and you almost prob- never does <laughs> and you might have to figure out a new way to study so be attentive to that throughout like the entire semester because you're gonna notice that like I'm a person that needs flashcards I need repetition when it comes to studying but not every single person's like that I have a friend that literally can just read it and retain it and I'm like good for you <laughs> like you, good for you but if that's how you were in high school you might not be like that anymore because like we've been talking about college and high school are so different that your study styles are going to differ so be okay throughout the semester figuring out that something is different and the best way for you and your new study style no i agree with that i know like how how i see working with friends is and my coach put this in my head a long time ago and he really explained it well if you're able to teach the material, you know the material better than you think you do. Yes. So if you're able to talk to friends about it and say, no, no, this is how it goes, you're teaching them the material, you know it better than you should know it, even if you don't think you do. And rewriting your notes yes. yep. helps a lot. Because you, 
looking at them is a lot different than rewriting them. Rewriting them, you are programming them into your head better than you think you are. Because if you rewrite it, you get muscle memory with it. So as soon as you have muscle memory, then you're fine. You're f- well, keep rewriting it, but you know what I mean. Rewrite them, teach people, you'll be fine. Because once you teach it, once you know the material well enough that you can start explaining it in depth, you're fine. Well, you're fine. Yeah, and, like, rewriting also comes with the idea of, like, if, like, because I know personally a lot of my tests are multiple choice. Mm. If you can pick out a key word that comes with something mm-hmm. just from yeah. rewriting it, that will get you a key word will take you so far in an exam. My friend Clarence taught me a great way to study was compare something to your everyday life mm-hmm. to an answer. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And that's I'm like, what I like to do. I really looked at him and was like, that's stupid. No, I'm not going to do that. It's not. It's it works sm- so It's well. so smart. I started doing it for my bio class. I'm an accounting major. The heck am I doing in bio? <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need that. It's a gen I, do. Ed. I do need it. Found that out, sadly. But um found out way too late. I'm in my fourth year and I'm still taking best of size point. <laughs> but it helps so much because then material that doesn't really make as much sense to you, like I can look at a tax return and know everything on that. If you point at me and say, What plan is that? Good luck. Because I ain't, <laughs> no, it ain't, ain't coming down to that. But if I can remember it by like, okay, well, I can put this in football terms, I can put this in social media terms, I can mm-hmm. put this in accounting terms, I'll be fine. But you know, like that helps me a lot. A lot of people study differently. Just find, like you said, find out what works for you, seriously. Yeah. And in terms of like the friends studying, that's such a good point. Cause like sometimes I'm like, I don't really know it, but then they're talking and I'm like, oh, I know this plus this. So they're like, you get back and forth. And then at the end you're like, we knew all of that and <laughs> you feel so good. But yes. if you're like afraid, First of all, don't be afraid to go up to, like, classmates. They're almost always so nice and, like, great study partners. But if you're afraid, go to office hours. I had one professor who was like, yeah, you guys can come in if you just want to, like, tell me and I can, like, have a conversation about it with you. We don't have to go over anything specific. And I did that for a few exams where I was like, can I just come in and we can just talk about it? Like, yeah, if it was real world. And that helped me so much because I'm like okay, I understand this. Like, you understand it. You're not just memorizing the words on the slide. So that way, if they change the wording, which they do, (laughs) you still understand the concept. Nine times out of ten, you are going to feel underprepared to take a final. Yes. Just trust yourself because your stress level when it comes to taking a final, you will never feel 100% prepared to walk into that room. And you just have to be okay with that. I aim for a 70%. Every time. Every yep. single time. If I'm 80% confident, I'm doing good. That's how I like yeah. so how I, I mark questions on exams. That's what I expected. Get higher than that. Woo, get lower than it. Well yep. dang. Yeah. I that that was I that did was my best. <laughs> I did what I had to do. Okay. So what is the one biggest tip you have for like relaxing during exam week? Like one thing you did that you think helps the most? I just did a face mask. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> That was great. That was more or less like graduation prep. But like find something that genuinely relaxes you. If that's video games, I know so many guys that video games takes their mind off anything. Just find, for me, probably the Target run I did the other day. And Do love Target. Blew mm-hmm. a ton of money. That's my serotonin. So, uh, yeah, shopping or a face mask is genuinely amazing. For me, I'm very much a people person. So if I need a break, I like go out to my roommates and I'm like hey does anyone want to just like talk for a bit <laughs> or for example yesterday I I had to do this history exam for my online history class 
And it took a lot out of me because, you know, just history and writing. It was essay questions. I love history, first oh. of all. I love history, too. But when it's just, like, essay questions and, like, a bunch of them, I'm, like, brain dead, you know? Fair. But anyways, after that, my friend held, like, a little um, finals party at her place in Pine Grove. And that, like, my stress from after that to the end of the night after the party, I felt like a whole new person. Oh, yeah. So... I definitely recommend just be with friends and family for me. Just helps relieve any stress. Also, I would say give yourself an end goal. Give yourself something to look forward to at the end of finals as like your prize to yourself. Ice cream. Yeah. It's always ice cream. Yeah. Starbucks. You can do it after every single final you've taken. You can do it after you've gotten through the week itself if that makes you feel better. Like I know personally after my um, exam today, my friend, my sorority little is coming over to like do my nails. So, like, oh. I'm looking forward to, like, spending time with her. But she's coming over to, like, do my nails because she does those. So I'm looking forward to, like, spending time with her, spending time with my other little Olivia, like, and getting to be with my friends and everything like that. So I have a best friend named Jim that I go see every single day of my life. That <laughs> He's talking about the stress. actual Jim, not a person. <laughs> yes. So I. That li- is my favorite, too. Oh. Like, wow. work out. <laughs> I- that's a Ooh, I, I did not Ooh. get that. Boy. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, this gym guy seems really nice. Oh, <laughs> he is. Oh, he, ah, he's well, the best. It's he's he's really the good. best. <laughs> but no, like any stressful situation I ever go through, I'm like, so usually I live for like a good hour, hour, 15 minutes. Exam week, good two hours, two and a half. It goes longer because like, yo, I got to get through this. You're going to help me and I need to get bigger. So it is a good give and take relationship. But no, do something that brings you joy. You said yeah. video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that. Helps Make sure you don't fall into the void though of video games. Yeah. Right. No. My roommate falls into the void and I'm like, you were it's, supposed to take an exam an hour ago. Well, the issue oh. is like there's a video game that I was studying for an exam. And I'm like, wow, I'm really stressed out. I'm going to play a video game a little bit. It's just about like a, 30 hour video game it takes from like start to finish oh. finished in like two days because i was really stressed out and i'm like this is not healthy at all go to gym time so <laughs> it helps a lot but we'll do whatever makes you happy i know cooking also makes me happy so well i just want to point out that you just said during exam week you're at the gym more yeah, yeah. where a lot of people would say you'd go you less. go less and it's like i go know, more specifically when you're in like what is probably arguably the most stressful period of your life do the things that take the stress off you more. more. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be staring at a book. You don't have to be staring at your notes. You don't have to let the information engulf you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is such a misconception when it oh, comes yeah. to exams week that mm-hmm. you have to be at your desk or at a study station looking at these notes consistently, running off caffeine. And it's like, that's just not true. No. And that is so unhealthy correct very yeah i always like to do like one thing a day so i am a face mask person (laughs) so like i study and i am done functioning at like 8 p.m like i'm a grandma in that sense if i go to bed at 10 so like i have those like two hours to like eat dinner and then i put a face mask on and that's how like i tell my brain to stop thinking like you're done stop trying to learn and then i also like one thing to look forward to either after an exam or like when I get home, because I go home for, like, winter break, and in the summer, as soon as I get home, my parents take me out to dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's what I look forward to is, like, picking where I'm going to go and mm-hmm. then, like, celebrating it at dinner. And then we get, like, ice cream and dessert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's what I have to keep in my mind when I'm, like, 
okay, I can ma- I can make it through. It's only three tests. Only yeah. three tests. Oh, yeah. And it's also helpful that exam week is literally before winter break. So that can be your end goal. There it is. Just yeah. get to Christmas. Just get to Christmas. Go to Frankenmuth. Yeah, for real. Go, go to Browners. Go chill. Go Browners. Go to Zenders. Go yeah. You know what? Just go away. Have a good time. Don't come <laughs> back. Just go away. Seriously, just go away. You're going to need it. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. And like specifically like the weekend before, like this weekend, I f- the weekend we just had leading up to finals week, I feel like everyone's like, I have to hide myself away. It's like, no, go enjoy yourself. Like, especially if you're leaving your college town for winter break and you're going to miss everything, like... I literally drove to Frankenmuth for 10 minutes. It is a 25-minute drive just to be able to go see the Christmas lights because that relaxed me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So do it. See, my issue was going into exam week. It was my birthday weekend. Yeah. <laughs> that was not very fun because while <laughs> P were like, because my girlfriend's like, okay, well, what do you want to do? You want to go out? You want to do this and that? I'm like, listen, I like to do nothing for my birthday. Literally, <laughs> if you can ask anybody, I would rather sit at home, he would do, do nothing. nothing versus go out and party. And be- we dragged him out for his 21st to go to lunch. Oh, yeah. Like, I no, that, that's not fun for me. No, I like to sit at home, kick my feet up, watch some television. That's all I like to do. But exam week made that very impossible. But we'll, we'll go to the next thing. So what is the biggest piece of advice to prepare for exam week? Like the best thing you did that you think prepared you? I guess just kind of piggybacking on everything just don't stress yourself out too much because that was a big thing that I had to get over I constantly had I was like I gotta do perfect I have to be great I have to do everything perfectly or else I fail at life that's not true shocker I know but just be easy on yourself and give yourself the time and space to just live your life and have fun because exams can't just consume your whole life very true yeah time management give yourself blocks (laughs) give yourself blocks of study time break it up into days let yourself also just be a human go do your laundry do your laundry during exam week like still understand the basic human needs that need to get done like dana said eat like i said sleep like don't let the idea of exam week engulf you and just do the things that will also just bring you joy. It's like a big wrap up to everything we've been saying. Do the things that bring you joy, still be a human being and understand that just because you have big tests or big projects coming up, they shouldn't engulf your life and take over your mental health because that should be your number one factor that you're kind of keeping in the back of your mind. I stopped calling them finals and exams. That's how I fixed it because I was like, oh. people say like, oh, it's finals week and you get so stressed because it's yeah. like the end. And I just like started being like, oh, yeah, I have a test. Like I have one more test or I have like one last class. And that's how I like had to f- reframe my mind because in high school, every time I thought of finals, I had to get so stressed and like yeah. study so hard. And so I had to learn that like last year was like, I don't call it finals week anymore and I don't call any test exams unless I'm like done with it and then looking back like i'm like okay two tests left and all my roommates are like they're exams i'm like no they're not they're just two tests Mm -hmm. and that's really what helped me because then i'm like it's just a test i've already taken tests like it's not as big like i made it less than and like and like i would um we said earlier please please don't let a score define you 100 percent well, okay. Uh, that, that was the a bad irony. example. 75%. I got you. No, I meant yep. to say I agree. No. She meant 50%. Oh, yeah. We're just, we're half there, guys. Oh, yeah. Just like, 
<laughs> but no, like, okay. My thing is, you're more ready than you think you are. Yes. You, you yep. always are. You're always going to be. But for the off chance, you're not. Failure is okay. It's okay to miss one. Mm-hmm. How Every, you learn? Everyone misses one. You learn in failure. Okay, this mm-hmm. didn't work. What can I do better? That's it. That's literally all missing is. If you really think about it, the greats do it. I'm not going to bring up any sports references whatsoever because <laughs> I told myself I wouldn't do it. But <laughs> you miss. You Okay, I'll bring up a Michael Scott quote. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll bring up a Michael Scott quote. You miss 100% of shots you don't take. Exactly. For Always. real. So go in there. Throw the ball at the basketball. Th- throw it at the hoop. You're going to miss it. <laughs> throw throw the at the ball backboard. at the basketball. <laughs> you're you're yeah. going gonna to miss the backboard. Half the time, ask my friend Ben Crow. He airballed a I, lot on Tuesday. I don't make any shots I take, so that it's was okay. Hilarious. He hit the side of the backboard, but that's crazy. Let me, me. Let me break the hearts of the honor students, the 4.0s, and oh, everyone yeah. in between. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Um, your GPA after college basically doesn't matter. It never I like, can, you know, I'll argue matter. with you because I'm going to law school, okay. so it does matter. Unless you're going, going into a graduate school. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. But like True. me leaving here, I have my honors cords. Are they going to matter in literally a week? No. Mm-mm. And it's like that has to be okay. If you graduated magnum of your high school, understand there is a chance that you might not graduate with any sort of honors. Oh, yeah. Get the thought of a number out of your head as defining you because it's like it doesn't and it's okay mm-hmm. to fail a class or have to withdraw a class done at a time it's not a good feeling but it is the reality of a situation that you're not going to collect all the information coming at you and you might have to pull yourself right. or you might have to retake a class because it's not the timing for you and mm-hmm. it you just have to be okay with that so please don't let a score define you. Don't let your GPA define you. Don't let anything like Maddie. Don't let anything <laughs> like that define you going into finals week because it is okay to not have a perfect GPA. And I know two people know I'm calling them out. She's right now. staring right at me. <laughs> well, it's not <laughs> you. I, I'm not calling you out, but you you can be one of the people. Um, I never had a good GPA, so I wanted. I mean, I take that back. But like, I never. Per- you didn't per- care about it. I don't <laughs> care about it because perfection doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. I will never. Yeah. I said one thing. Perfection never existed to me. So if I fail, guess what? I'm lear- I'm learning life. That's what it is. And if I get a 4.0, something happened because I didn't earn that. <laughs> something it, happens. It wasn't me. Everything I don't know went who, perfectly. I don't know who tested it was, but it was not mine. I'll tell you that right now. But no, no, don't, don't worry about things like that, man. You're a bigger person than that. Don't let any type of number about anything about your life. A number does not define you. Never yeah. has. I'm going to kind of bring up some theatrical references um but i know i know i know but um anyways like in our acting class what we did was the directing class joined us and they directed a scene for the new actors and so it was a process of like constantly making mistakes and actors being like let's try this or the director's like let's block it this way and things just constantly not working and we have to keep you know learning from our mistakes and what i'm learning too is that we have to realize we're students. This is all all like a, a learning process, and we just have to remember that. We're learning through this, so mistakes are okay. You shouldn't beat yourself up for making mistakes. And then like if you it. get upset about it, go to the gym. Go to the yeah. gym. Get a lift Who in. is not a person. Go to the gym, Put four or five on the bar. 
unhook your thumbs and wish for the best. We're going to spend a lot of money that. at Target. That at one Target works too. does work. Target does Starbucks work. Starbucks is always Okay, an we're wrapping up our episode. So I always ask one final question to our guests at the end of every episode, and that is, what is one piece of advice you have for someone in high school, and what is the best part of college? So the biggest piece I have, piece of advice that I have for high school students is do not let the idea of a 400 level class or a 300 level class scare you. You are not jumping into 400 level classes the second you step foot on campus. We start you at base one so you can gain the skills to get to that 400 level class. It's the exact same thing of when you move from a sophomore in high school to a junior in high school. Your classes get a little harder because you have the information to be able to let the classes get a little harder and move up to that next level. It's the exact same information in college. It's the exact same idea. You are not going to move on to that class until you've taking, taken the classes that allow you to move to that class. So please don't let something along those lines scare you because that is something that I have gotten so many questions about this year. And it's just don't freak out by a number in front of your courses. And the best part of college? My friends, um, everything I've been involved in the past four years, I'm trying not to cry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just put yourself out there. Yeah, I guess my piece of advice is that just realize you're capable of doing anything you put your mind to. If you're nervous for college, you don't think you're going to make it through you can. You can do whatever you want. You and can do hard things. You, you can, can do, do hard, hard things. things. Do things. Do things. Yeah. Yes. And just do it. You know? And college is just great. Um, my favorite thing about college, I would say, is the people. I have not met one bad person here on campus. Because, like, this has been a question. Like, while I have not had a bad encounter with anyone either bad apples do exist. So it's like, just understand that while you're going to have a great, hopefully a great encounter in college, you're going to run into those people too. But that doesn't, that should not define the rest of the student body. Exactly. Yeah. My favorite saying is, um, try Jesus, not me, because I throw hands. (laughs) (laughs) And I live by that. So let a bad apple fall my way. See what happens. And also, like, my last piece of advice for, like, um, high school students is understand that leaving high school, high school is behind you. College can be a fresh slate if you want it to be. Mm -hmm. But once you leave college, you're also in a new phase of life, and you can let that slate be what it needs to be. It's. I heard someone once define it as periods, like a period. An era, if you're a Taylor Swift fan. (laughs) If you're a T-Swifter. Um, but I've also heard someone define it as, like, periods of what's an athletic game that has periods? Like football? Quarters? Football. Quarters. Basketball. It's like you're in the first quarter, and then it's like, okay, that quarter of your life is done. Whatever happened, happened. You can't go back. You can't change it. You have to move on with the lessons that you've learned and do better moving forward with the team that you have around you. That could be your friends. That could be your family. That could be your dog. But – so think of high school as uh, quarter one. College is quarter two. The lessons you learn from here will take you into quarter three. Let that be your lessons. Let you carry your teammates through. Do whatever you need to do. I hope I just made you proud. You did. <laughs> okay. I'm, so I'm proud a big <laughs> believer in, like, you have to let high school go. Yes. Like, yeah. I'm not saying you have to change who you were, but you're not in high school anymore, so you have to start acting like you're not there. 
like you know you have to grow you have up. to be a, well <laughs> Patty, some people are mature but then they like are still stuck in the mindset of high school you have to be able to just let high school go and like realize that it's the new par- period because high school is just weird like when you're out of it and you look back you're like what I, <laughs> what just happened? I would not make it through another four years of that well nope. it's also like you have to be okay with the idea of change Oh, yeah. I know a lot of people don't like change at all, and that's fine, but you have to be okay with the idea of you change. You realize your circle is gets much, much smaller the older mm-hmm. you get. Because, mm-hmm. like, in high school, your freshman year, you have, like, this giant crowd. It gets smaller and smaller. By the senior year, you have maybe four to five. Mm-hmm. I see, like, your life as a tree, and you get a lot of branches in your life of people who use you, then leave you. They just mistake you. Leaves, they just, they just leave at any time. They can just go wherever they want. They fall. You got like <laughs> maybe Tim five Boone. to six true roots in your life that will stay with you no matter what. So find yourself some roots. And sometimes and you fine. find those roots in college. I met oh, yeah. my two bestest friends. I was in one of their weddings now, and they're in Florida, and I still yeah. talk to them all the time. And then, like, I met Sammy, like, this semester but everyone will joke and say that we're like soulmate best friends well, that's because like, we're just so much alike. Well, that's like the weirdest thing about college too. Like I have two people back in my hometown right now and that is my boyfriend and that is my best friend from birth and they are like my ride or dies. Every single other person is up here and it's oh, like yeah. f- for reference, I'm from two hours away, but it's like my best friend that I go to about everything. I've known her for three years. We became extremely close last year and no, what we can't even describe how it happened. It happened right. one day at lunch. Oh, yeah. I looked at her and said, do you want to go get matching PJs? And we've been inseparable ever since. Oh, yeah. Like it take advantage of the time to go out and be around people. Cause you never know when you're going to find that person that is basically your soulmate. It and is your best yeah. friend soulmate. Yeah. And you just, it's really random. I don't know how me and Sammy did it, but now, it just happens. We can't live apart. This and you're not going to find hard. it. You're not going to find it by staying in your room. Oh, no. no. Right. So. I found mine through football. And it, if you were to tell me Ben Crow would ever become my best friend, I would laugh, laugh in your face and probably punch you in the throat. Like, <laughs> That's I how I feel. Never, never expected it. But that dude's literally my rider that we got injured at the same time. They were like, let's trauma dump on each other. Oh. <laughs> best, friends. best friends. <laughs> Boom! He's literally gonna be in my wedding party. We talked about Aww. doing what doing to get doing for everything. Like we're talking about, hey, well, I want to do this for my wedding. Well, you're gonna do this for your wedding, okay? Well, how are we gonna do this together? He's like, that's my dude. That's that's my boy right there. So I never expected to have that, but yeah, college is weird, man. Take so advantage. Weird. Well, that is our end of the episode. Thank you all for listening. We want to say an extra thanks to the SVSU Technical Writing Department for allowing us to use their podcasting studio and equipment. The PTW major has many avenues, including journalism, broadcasting, editing, software development, and usability studies. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode. See ya.